Warning! The following podcast may contain language and subject matter not suitable for all ages or everyone. If you don't like what you're listening to, please press stop. In this episode of the Tang Warner Podcast. I think that a true Korean experience uh, involves visiting the Korean spa or ginger bar. Uh, one thing that I'd like to do, I haven't done it lately, is uh, screen golf. Uh, I went to a couple baseball games. The uh, Lotte Giants for the uh, NC Dinos came to Changwon. It's it's a lot of fun. You know, the crowd gets into it. You know, you you start to root for the home team. The top five is going to be the top five things you would bring with you if you're deciding to move to Korea or work for in Korea for a year, whatever it is. So the top five things you bring to Korea. You're tuned in to the Chang Warner, the podcast coming to you from Chang Wan City, South Korea, with your hosts, Scott, Adam, and Phil. It's the Chang Warner podcast, a podcast that brings you some of the lives of people living and working here in South Korea, and in Chang Wan in particular. Once again, I'm Scott, and sitting across from me is Phil. Phil, how's it going? Hey, hey, how we doing out there? And sitting beside him is the other host of the show, Adam. How's it going, Adam? I'm great, and you? Not too bad. So this week we're going to talk, starting off the show, we're going to talk about some things to do in Korea. So what are some things to do in Korea? It doesn't have to be... Changwon in particular, but in general, what are some things that you can do for people listening, thinking about coming to Korea, wondering what the hell am I going to do when I get there? What are some things? Who wants to start? I could start. Um, I think that a true Korean experience uh, involves visiting the Korean spa or Jimjubang. Uh, I go to I go to one near my place quite often. It's a good, good place to relax. They have several different kinds of saunas and just places to kind of lay down and eat some food and uh, relax. So that's good. Uh, what was your first experience with the gingerbread? Uh, first one was when I, my first year here. Um, Someone took me to one, and I just had a really good time. And yeah, evidently that's the same jimjilbang that I go to nowadays. Um, Stay true. Stay true to that one. Yeah. Uh, Another one that's pretty essential is um, if you're in this neck of the woods, if you're in Changwon, uh, more specifically Bukmyeon, which is a village just uh, north of Changwon where I I work, there are some hot springs that are really nice. Uh, You can take... Take your man or lady there, and you get a nice big room with a kind of like a huge bathtub-like thing in the bathroom, and all the water comes from natural hot springs. Uh, in Korean, it's called onchen, but they're also very popular in Japan, and they're, there they're known as onsen, so it's slightly different. There is a difference between like an old-school bathhouse and a jimjobong. Like when I first came to Korea and went to one, it was just a bathhouse. Yeah. It was a little different than they are now. Yeah, that's true. Uh, bathhouse, they're segregated, so uh, men are with men, women are with women. Because you're nude. Yeah, and you're completely nude. Naked. You're naked. Um, thankfully, the Jimjobang that I go to is a really, really popular one, and it, it combines both of them. So you can do the Jimjobang, and then you can go up to the change room, Throw off your clothes and hit the public bath, which is also a really nice way to spend like a Sunday, especially if you've been out 
imbibing uh, too much alcohol or something like that. I went, to, I went to one in Seoul, and I was sleeping on the floor, and I saw a man, what seemed like he was pleasuring himself. Okay. And it was it's a bit hard to fall asleep when some man is using himself as a, I don't know, an amusement park. Okay. <laughs> I guess there's some dark sides. I have no experience with that. But what year was it? It might have been me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Uh, that was like three years ago now. Well, the public bath is a little bit strange, maybe your first time as a foreigner, because... A lot of people will be looking at you. They'll be curious. They'll be curious about you know your foreign body and everything. But um, after a couple of times now, it just it doesn't phase me at all. I just walk in there like like I own the place. Yeah. And there's always the <coughs> drying of the junk. Yeah, that's true. With the hair dryer. Yeah, yeah. Some some and guys will use the blow dryers on their genital hair. That's yeah. kind of amusing. But I tend to avoid those hair dryers after I what? see them. People with uh, uh, body ink tattoos, they get more curious. Yeah, that's true. Actually, in Japan for a long time, I don't know if they changed this, but you're not allowed to enter a public bath or a hot spring if you have any tattoos, even if it's just a small one. But in Korea, it's, it's generally accepted. So that's one of your things to do in Korea. How about Phil? What's one of yours? I think the cornerstone of any good night would have to be going to a barbecue restaurant. You know, Sangupsal. You, uh, you go out with a bunch of friends, get some good pork, and you, f- you finish it up with soju. And that's the, the best part of any night is the beginning. It sets you off on the right foot. Everyone's there. Like It doesn't matter where you are in the night. It's the great equalizer. So going there and you get some, some maybe uh, banchan, the side dishes. You got kimchi or garlic. Mm. Uh, some people like to get uh, some soups with it to pair with it. You know, a good night always starts with barbecue restaurants. Barbecue. All right. For me, uh, one thing that I like to do, I haven't done it lately, is uh, screen golf. I kind of got into that a few years back. Haven't done it recently, but I always like golf back home, like real golf, and enjoy screen golf again. It's the your own little party type thing and your own room type thing that I enjoy in Korea. So uh, there's yeah, minimal so, walking. Yeah, there's no walking, some drinking, and hitting some golf balls. Just find it fun. Yeah, and also they have. Screen baseball and screen shooting, where you're kind of shooting wild, wild animals, but you know, virtually, obviously. And That's quite a, a new thing. Yeah, that one's new, but I think they're all pretty enjoyable. I actually haven't tried screen golf, but I have done the other two. Yeah, so screen baseball, they pretty much have a room for almost everything. Mm-hmm. So, what's another one of yours, Adam? Uh, well, I've I was actually going to just tail on with screen baseball Baseball, there. Baseball's, you know, it's a very similar experience. You just get a group of friends together and uh, you get your own private room, like you said, and get a few bottles of soju, maybe some cans of beer, and, uh, yeah, you just whack the shit out of some balls. It's pretty fun. It gets really competitive, you know. People are screaming and shouting and laughing. It just makes for a really good night. Yeah, one of the biggest draws is being able to bring in your own alcohol. So, like, whatever you have to get ready for the night, whether it's soju, beer, makgeolli, mm-hmm. whiskey, that's just how you start the day. I actually don't know if that's allowed or legal anymore, but just let go with us, maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just a, a pro tip. Maybe don't, you know. Well, you could always around. get around those things, you know, just bring a backpack and then 
have some plastic cups or something or some Starbucks cups. Yeah, maybe a friend is diabetic, so he carries around a backpack constantly. Yeah. You can, yeah. You, can you know. All right. And Phil, what's your next one? Uh, recently, I've been going to the uh, Sakers basketball game, LG Sakers, and which is always fun. Like They always have, you know, a great crowd. They have events during the game where, you know, you can – you can win prizes. We won the the last game. We won uh, chicken, and then we also won uh, some bread. You can also, I'm not sure if it's technically legal, but you can bring in drinks. Uh, one time, a friend of mine brought in a whole pizza, and the, uh, the during the last game, they did a mannequin challenge, which is quite popular these days, and one of the cheerleaders put her arm around me. Oh, and my nice. Yeah, she was, she was very good-looking, very nice young lady. And my friend noticed how sweaty I was when she walked away. And, yeah. So, especially, like, uh, I went to a couple baseball games, the uh, Lotte Giants, before the uh, NC Dinos came to Changwon. It's it's a lot of fun. You know, the crowd gets into it. You know, you you start to root for the home team. and It's weird because I notice at baseball games, the crowd kind of cheer everything. Yeah. Even though it's the home crowd. Like, I remember the last game I went to NC Dinos, which is the local baseball team here one of their players hit into to, like into a double play mm-hmm. but the crowd were all cheering even though it was the opposite team yeah. oh really it's like they just cheer yeah. everything. it's just they're just happy to be there yeah away from yeah. work so uh one another one for me is obviously hiking i don't do it anymore actually i never really liked it but a lot of people do do it here and there are some nice places that you can kind of get out of the city the fresh air uh, yeah, I don't know how well that is <laughs> and all, but there's a nice area here, like up in Palyongsan, like the the water reserve, reserve, what's it called? Reservoir. Reservoir. Mm-hmm. It's a nice area up in there. It's got a little publicly over the last few years, like they built some gazebos and steps and stuff to get in there, so it's more access to families. What's the, what's the drink of choice on a hiking excursion? What should you, someone bring? I, I only drink beer, so it's always beer. I just recommend a lot of water for on your way up, but once you get to the top, it's nice to have, like... Not the water in the reservoir. Not the water in the <laughs> reservoir. But, yeah, once you get to the top, it's it's always nice to maybe sit under a gazebo or something and drink a couple bowls of makgeolli. And then when you're descending the mountain, you actually feel, like, a little bit lightheaded and you feel really good. Your body's been through a lot, so, yeah, it's like the endorphins kick in or something. I love that word, gazebo. Mm. So we got what? We got screen, baseball, golf, uh, hiking. Jim Jabong. Jim Jabong. And. Sakers game, basketball games? Yeah, some local sports. You got any more? Maybe one more. Yeah, there was one more. uh, It just just escaped my mind. But um, yeah, oh yeah, visiting uh, Buddhist temples. There are various ones. Been on a temple stay? Well, I've never done the temple stay per se, but. it's nice, nice to just go out even just on a just for a day trip and just wander around. A lot of them are very different, you know, different atmosphere, different scenery. There's one in uh, Busan that's really big and it's really popular, but I can't remember the name of it. But especially in fall, like the foliage is just red and bright orange and just, you know, just gorgeous. Another great one is late night Noribong. You know, like whenever everyone's at the bar and they're just right at that right moment. And, you know, you just want to go out and sing. You go to a singing room, a noribong, and you could just belt out any song. Like, it's it's such a relief, you know. Everyone kind of comes out of their shell, 
it's like a really good bonding experience when you got you know five or six really good people with you drinking singing songs I always find the acoustics in those places are a little bit strange like it sounds very echoey I, and I don't know if that's it's meant because the mics are yeah. on reverb oh okay you can turn I that off natural I thought it was just like to disguise someone who's like a terrible singer it that's, is that's the, yeah. that's the reasoning oh, is it? yeah, yeah. Anyway, Nori Bong means singing room, literally. Quite literally, the singing room, and you guys know how much I love singing, so. And they're quite popular here. Yeah. And for me, I don't, I'm not too sure, I guess the last one is uh, like a pension type thing. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a pension is basically what we call back home like a cabin or a cottage, mm-hmm. which you can rent in these uh, more countryside areas here in Korea, like Namhae or uh, Miryong or somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. So just get a group of friends and you can go out there for a weekend and you can have like campfire. You know, I like being out in the outdoors coming from where I do in Canada and just enjoy it, sitting around a campfire all night drinking and shooting off with friends. Yeah, it's good fun. Yeah. Speaking of Namhae and places like that, why don't we talk a little bit about some places to go in Korea or places you'd recommend seeing in the entire country? Okay, yeah, that was a good segue because I was going to mention the Namhae and Goje Islands, both quite nice. Uh, Namhae has a temple on a cliff that's gorgeous. I think it's probably the best scenery I've seen in Korea so far. And in Goje, you can visit a former POW camp uh, from the Korean War. And it has a very interesting history. At one point, the North Korean prisoners captured a U.S. soldier and murdered him. And they tell the whole story about that. So, Namhae Goje, also, you know, obviously the beaches are quite nice there as well. I've never, cool. been, a, I've never been a huge fan of beaches, but one must-see place is... I've never been a fan of POW camps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're on the same track. <laughs> so we'll just, we'll just mark that out. Um, one of the uh, best places to see is, of course, Jeju Do. Uh, Jeju is just gorgeous. Uh, they have one of the biggest mountains in Korea, Halasan. Um, I actually went to Udo, which is right off of Jeju. It's a really small island. You can go there for a day, take a ferry, and you can get uh, you can rent these little like scooters or three wheelers and just go around the island in maybe three hours, which is very. Very awesome. For those listening, Do means island yeah. in Korea. So I heard like Jeju Do or uh, Udo. Koje Do. Yeah, Namhae Do. There's, Do means island. So Koje is uh, what pretty much the most southern place in South Korea. Well, from yeah. the peninsula, yeah. It's actually considered tropical, I believe. Okay. Like it's part of the tropic area, which There's is a- why the weather is so much... Different, yeah. maybe. There's a huge foreigner c- community there as well because there's a lot of shipbuilding companies. So a lot of uh, foreign engineers will move their families there, and so from what I hear, there's some really good drinking spots, and and it's become more popular with teachers too, I believe. Yeah, like people getting jobs there to teach. And Namhae has a German village there. That's right. Yeah, I went so there. Yeah, there's during Oktoberfest. There's a really nice festival in Namhae. Oh, that's cool. Went there maybe two years ago. When is Oktoberfest? It's not October, is it? I believe it is October. Oh, is it October? Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's not just a clever name. Uh, I thought it was it just might, one of those. Might vary from country to country, yeah. but yeah, I think it's October. What's in March? <laughs> and for myself, one place that maybe I'd recommend if you haven't been here before is maybe Andong. Andong is kind of a like one of the oldest, most traditional villages that still exist. So it's like a whole little town and very old school housing and stuff like it was, you know, pre-Korean War. It's kind of weird because you just walk around and there's still old people living in these houses. So they're just looking out the window at you. Mm. But uh, Andong also has the uh, like the traditional Korean mask festival every year. That's right. Yeah, the wooden mention that yeah. Korean mask. And they also have a soju museum. Oh, really? Okay. So, uh, Andong Soju, I think, is a... I wouldn't say it's popular. Apparently, Koreans don't like it that much. But it's a famous soju here. But they actually have a soju museum in Andong. But uh, it's worth checking out. Yeah, Andong Soju is much more... Much stronger than uh, regular soju. Yeah, Yeah. almost double. I think 30, 40% alcohol. Okay. Soju is great, price-wise. Good cleaner, too. Good for cleaning. Too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so that's three places anymore. You like that? Uh, I was going to mention the uh, fish market. Uh, it's called Jagalchi. It's in Busan. Uh, it's worth a it's worth an afternoon just strolling around, seeing all the transactions. Uh, they have a lot of tents that sell various various uh, seafood dishes. That's where I first tried the live octopus years ago. Uh, it's pretty easy to find as well. I'm pretty sure it's on the uh, where is it? Yeah, it's on the subway line. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, Jagalchi. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like fish markets just because yeah. I'm allergic to seafood, so not too much into. Like, if you touched fish, would you? Uh, would you and touch my face? Yeah. No fish. If you touched a fish. No, if I touch a fish and touch my face, yeah. Oh really? You get pretty like bad. I, that happens to me with cat food because almost every cat food has a little bit of tuna has or some in type of seafood in it. So when I get it on my hands and if I rub my eyes or something. It's on. Mm-hmm. We were going to throw a fish at you during this podcast, but, but uh, I, don't keep I, the fish I can be place. around it. Like, I'll go to a seafood restaurant if a bunch of people want to go there. Just don't eat. Just just watch us eat. Yeah. Order rice or something. Mm. Delicious. Any more places? I mean, of course, you got to visit Jinhae. Jinhae's, 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 yeah, Jinhae's my, my home away from home. Um, there's, there's the Cherry Blossom Festival, which... It pretty much happens when spring happens. Uh, all the uh, all the town like is just covered in cherry blossoms, and uh, some great places to visit is the Romance Bridge. There was a uh, Korean drama that was filmed around there, and you know there's a lot of good places you can take photos with your your significant other. Also, there's the Jinhae Tower, which kind of a kind of a hike up. You know, I think there's like 365 stairs that you have to go up to. One one for each day, and then my personal favorite is Jinheiru. is It's the road that goes along the coast, and you uh, you can get a, a rental bike if you'd like, and just you know travel around beautiful Jinhei. Yeah, I went to the Cherry Blossom Festival for the first time last spring, and it was uh, it was really really beautiful. And you can take some really good photos at nighttime because they have the they have the lights all lit up, and uh, if you go towards the end, it's pretty nice too because all the petals, the the flower petals, will be showering on the streets. And you get a nice wind blowing through. Yeah, 
It's like snow. Yeah, it's good. All right, and for me, uh, I really don't know any more places I would highly recommend. I mean, if you're here for the first time or a tourist, I guess uh, I'd say Itaewon. Itaewon. Seoul. Maybe depends on how long you've been here. If you've been here a while, like say within your first year, like five or six months, it might be a place you want to check out because of food and stuff like that. There's a lot of really good foreigner restaurants. Yeah, there's a lot of different types of uh, people from all around the world that live there and work there and Especially in different restaurants. And there's, a, there's a Taco Bell. It's a great place for picking up baseball hats and shit like that off, uh, what do they call them, street vendors. I think I got a, uh, a belt buckle there once. They're one of those rodeo-style belt buckles mm-hmm. that I've been told not to wear. Have any of you been to the DMZ? Yes. Oh, I've been to the I DMZ. I haven't been that, no. No? Yeah. Is it worth? Um, I would say yes. It's very surreal. Like, just walking up there, you know, you have to take a huge bus uh, deep into it. And they, during the tour, they, they tell you about all of the hidden landmines. There's a village there. I can't, I, the name of the village escapes me, but mm. uh, pretty much they're given like a government subsidy to live there, the villagers. And they, ju- they can only produce rice, but it's never enough to keep the village afloat. So the government, you know, gives them the money to live there so so they can uh, still have claim to the land. The DMZ is just, like, you go on tours where you go underground and they show you where, like, yeah. where the tunnels were that they caught people trying to sneak in. Uh, some of the worst wine from North Korea, they sell at a gift shops. Really? Oh, man, it's horrible. And you can see North Korea from oh, the DMZ, yeah. right? For those listening, DMZ is the demilitarized zone. Which is the border of North Korea and South Korea. The 38th parallel. Like, they tell you stories about how, like, you'll look out and you'll see across the, uh, like, a, I guess, a chain link fence. And they just tell you that there's missiles all over, like, all artillery pointed towards Seoul. And it's just, it gives you a really sense of, you know, the war and, like, what's been going on. Like, they haven't, they haven't brought anything down. Like, it's just always at a constant ready and it just really lets you know like what what's been happening these last 60 70 years Hmm. it's weird because i've been here so long and haven't done that but i don't really have a drive to do it Hmm. i don't know what reasons but i mean i've only been to seoul about five times in 16 years so but anyway there's lots of things that you can do in korea lots of things or places to see and Lots of things that you can buy in these particular places, whether it's gift shops or if they want, you can get a lot of things from back home. But there's probably a lot of things that you'd want to bring to Korea, too. So uh, we're going to get into uh, the Changwoner Top 5 now. It's the Changwoner Top 5. What's going to make the list this week? The Top 5 is going to be... The top five things you would bring with you if you're deciding to move to Korea or work for in Korea for a year, whatever it is. So the top five things you'd bring to Korea. All right, I'll go through all five of mine. Uh, number one, deodorant. It's uh, it's kind of hard to find good deodorant in uh, at least in Changwon. Uh, I think the German company Nivea has like has a pretty huge stake in this country, so. That's the only one available, and quite frankly, I mean, it might work for some people, but for me, it's like i got to use it twice a day because it's just not potent enough for my stinky pits. Uh, number two, if you have big feet, bring a couple pairs of shoes because they're pretty hard to find. 
in stores unless you go up to Seoul to Itaewon and then you can find some big shoe shops. Three, uh, also, if you're a bigger person, uh, it's probably best to bring clothes, bring a lot of clothes because if you go to a lot of Korean shops, large will probably mean it's actually a medium for you and extra large will just kind of fit but just about, you know, just very snugly. Uh, four, this is a personal one for me, bring some tea, uh, not green tea, I mean in particular like English breakfast tea or Earl Grey or something like that, especially a lot of British people, they, they tell me they miss uh, particular brands from their, from their home country, whether it be, uh, you know, Yorkshire tea or uh, something like that. And five is not an item, but I just said you need to bring an open mind with you when you come to Korea. Uh-huh. Got to realize it's not a it's not the same place as your country. So there might be a lot of things that you are uncomfortable with or that you disagree with, but you need to learn to adapt instead of saying, "Oh, well, they do it like this in my country," you know, because nobody cares. Just uh, be I like a, number five. Yeah, just That's keep, sweet. Have a good attitude. I mean, you're in another person's country. Just respect the rules. Actually, yeah, I've got that on my list. So items top five: we got deodorant, number one, shoes, clothes. Tea and an open mind. Yes. All right. And Phil, what would you're so your wholesome. Top. What <laughs> Phil's top yeah. five be? Okay. Um, number five, I put an international driving license. Uh, whether you're here for a year or a couple years, it's really nice to be able to go out on your own. Uh, you can you can rent a car. Uh, it's not not terribly expensive to actually buy a car. Uh, I bought my car for maybe nine hundred cash from a teacher's leaving. So. Another thing is uh, a Nalgene bottle. Uh, most people, uh, you know, you need to keep hydrated. And so a lot of places, especially your, your school you would work, work at, you would, you know, go through bottles of water. You just keep a Nalgene bottle and carry it around every day. What's an Nalgene bottle? Big plastic bottle, like heavy duty. I have one in there. Yeah, it's usually carried with, by hikers and cyclists and stuff yeah. like that. Like so, a water bottle? Yes. Yeah. Nalgene is the brand. We're not actually sponsored by Nalgene, but if you ever want to send me free stuff, Nalgene, here's your chance. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Um, number three would be uh, some kind of spice, like uh, allspice or Old Bay. I like cooking, so... Old Spice? <laughs> <laughs> You're going yeah. back to the deodorant. Going back to deodorant. <laughs> no, I, I'm a big fan of cooking, and some of these spices are really hard to come by, so... If you are someone who likes to cook and you're afraid that you can't get this here and you don't want to pay for shipping, you know, go ahead and throw it in your suitcase. Maybe they'll stop you at customs. I'm not sure. Um, number two, Benadryl. I get terrible, terrible seasonal allergies, and Benadryl has saved my ass so many times. Or I just have trouble going to sleep. I'm just pop in a Benadryl and just let it take me away. And then the number one thing I would have to say is a tied to go stick. They're like little stain removing pens that everywhere I go to, if we have a uh, uh, maybe a lunch or a dinner, there's always some kind of red soup that just always ends up on my white shirts. And I'm not one to walk around with a stain, so I need that that clean shirt feel. So I, I feel like this is a, a missed opportunity. This market would love these kind of products. So you went from. Five to one there? Yeah, I went I went down up. So the stain removal pen? Is number one. Yeah. Benadryl? Spice? Old Bay. Or, or a water bottle. Yeah. And fifth was an international driver's license. You can get one here, but save yeah. yourself the trouble. See, that's, 
the thing now is a lot of things you can get here now, mm. which wasn't the case when I first came here. But for my top five, uh, I don't know if I have an order, but number one for me was deodorant, so same as Adam. Mm-hmm. Two was some over-the-counter meds, like uh, not nothing crazy, just maybe cough syrup. Like Will. Yeah, like cough, cough syrup is kind of hard to find here. Like I like uh, Buckley's or something like that yeah, from, is good. from back home. Tastes awful, but it works. Here, you have a cough, you know, Geechim or whatever they call it here. You have a cough, you don't get cough medicine or cough syrup in particular. Like I like cough syrup. Here you get either a pill or something, and I don't know if it's a menthol I've, or something, but to me it feels like this is not going to work. I've gotten cough syrup in the last... <laughs> Like they, they come in like little plastic, like plastic doses. Okay. And it's pretty effective. Cool. There you go. So everything's changing. And again, number three for me was sleeping pills. Yeah. Not, you know, I don't know what it's like in the States, but in Canada you can buy these certain sleeping pills over the counter. Uh, they're really great for the, air, for the flight over or, you know, flying wherever you got to go. But on a 13-hour flight, they work well. And they can help you with your, uh, what do they call that, when you first arrive? Uh, jet lag? Jet lag. Yeah. They can help because you can't really get sleeping pills of any kind here. I don't recommend sleeping pills. I'm yeah. not saying I'm on them or anything like that, and I need them. <laughs> I'm just saying they can help when you first get here. Yeah. But, again, uh, maybe that's over-the-counter meds. That's also why I bring the Benadryl is because it can be used as a... Uh, cologne, possibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to smell nice? Yeah. Just, sometimes won't do you, it. You, you can get that here, but it might be hard to find certain clones if you're in particular about certain things. I also have clothes, which uh, Adam mentioned, but for me in particular, it's uh, boxers or underwear. Mm. I'm not a fan of some of the underwear they have here. It's mostly one size fits all, and it's really clingy. And there's certain boxers that I like where here... For whatever reasons in Korea, they call everything panties. Panties. Do you have a certain type of uh, panties you wear? Uh, I just I prefer boxers that are not tight, but like a like a boxer brief. Yeah, just just above the knee type thing. I don't like briefs or like fruit of maloom tighties or tighty whities. Whatever you know, the kind. What do they call those that uh, are basically from the crotch up? Yeah, yeah. The briefs, thongs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan of those, but anyway, I wear uh, I wear me undies. I had them sent to my. Is that the brand me undies? Yeah, I, I sent. Uh, I had them sent to my dad's house, and then he shipped them out here for me. And they're the best underwear I've ever tr- I've ever worn in my whole life. <clears throat> he showed us earlier. Yeah. They're quite nice. But uh, yeah, so underwear and last, I had like an open mind too, like Adam mentioned, a little bit maybe differently worded, but. Considering you mentioned that, I'll say uh, condoms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're, depending on who you are or whether you're like popping in a store and buying them here, they're just convenient to have if you can bring a box with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. If you're that lucky, you can have to use them. You can get them uh, pretty much anywhere here. I mean, you can buy them in the corner store, but just a matter of preference. Uh, preference and if you really like popping in a car store and buying for her pleasure whatever they are like a two or, two or three pack of a korean brand condom mm-hmm. 
They're right beside the uh, kids' candy or something. Yeah, right yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, right, they're right at the counter. They're, 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 they're right yeah. up at the counter to, right beside the chocolate bars or something like that. Just blowing you up loud. It's just like, hey, what are you doing? But, uh, yeah, but anyways, but an open mind is also very important. So uh, we, we've got each of our top fives. Let's see if we can come up with a one single top five. Oh, one so for me, number one, I had deodorant, and so did Adam. Mm-hmm. Put, you didn't, so... Uh, I put Tide to Go stick. Two, two alcohols, one. Yeah. So I think one's going to be deodorant. Okay. So like deodorant or anti... You know, Antiperspirant. Yeah. And again, almost all of these things you can find here and now. But I still find deodorant or specific brands of deodorant is hard to get. Yeah. So I think it deserves number one. So we have a... Uh, Some deod- of us are stinkier than others. Deodorant, number one. Number two, Adam, you had shoes, which I kind of agree with. You had Benadryl, <laughs> which is like in what, over-the-counter... Antihistamine that could be so, used as a sleep aid. Or... Just over-the-counter medicine is what I said. I had that at number two. Yeah, we can do OTC. Yeah, I think over-the-counter medicine's pretty good. Your NyQuil's. Yeah, or your Advil's or something like that. Korean medicine's really great, though. Like, I, I've i never had any problems going to the hospital. You know, if whatever whatever the case is, they get me in, they get me out. And with the, the health care these days, I, I think the last time I was sick, my total bill was $12 U.S., mm. Yeah, Korean medicine is pretty good, but you have to get, like, the effective stuff, I find, comes with a prescription. The stuff at the drugstore is not, yeah. not particularly uh, oh, yeah. potent or, you know, uh, so enough. I had clothes, you had clothes, and shoes. I, w- I would put clothes. I mean, there's a lot of things, like being a bigger person, it might be difficult to find. So we'll say certain clothes in general, like whether it's uh, boxers or shoes. Or Especially if you're running a bit big, like coats. Coats can be kind of difficult mm-hmm. to find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, the sizes are different here <coughs> regarding all types of clothing. Yeah, for most most people from uh, foreign countries, if you're a large, and that's like an extra large, like if you're a medium I in your hometown. I more. Yeah. Uh, large back home is big or, you know, Either decent or a little bit too big for me. Here, a triple X sometimes doesn't fit. Mm. So Those white there, there's quite of a quite a difference. So some clothes, but don't be too concerned. You can buy clothes in Korea. Yeah, I'm sure most of the clothes are made in Korea. So the best clothes to buy in Korea are socks. The novelty socks. Yeah, those there, are cool. There was times when you get like Psy uh, from Gangnam Style or. Mm-hmm. You know, all these goofy so Pokemon. What else, what else we got? Phil, you had a water bottle, which I'm not... You're not too keen on? Well, you can buy those. Not the good kind. What's the good kind, though? I mean, a water bottle is a water bottle. No, you, can... you got to get the hard plastic. It's got, like, measurements in case you want to make your next mixed drink. How hard did you look? Oh, I had to go on the Navy base to get it. Well, what do you think, Adam? Uh, I mean, to me, a water bottle is a water bottle. What else we have? We have international driver's license. Tea... Condoms. Condoms. <laughs> uh, cologne. Open mind. I'm, I'm done with the open mind. We'll, we'll do open mind. Like, I'm open I, mind. I always say when you, when you get to Korea and you get off at the airport, leave your logic at the airport and pick it up when you're leaving. Mm-hmm. You're not here to change the country. You're not here to 
I mean, like, say what's right or wrong. It can be difficult, like if you go with a, a coworker or a friend, trying to ha- find a, a good, decent restaurant to eat for dinner, and like, oh, I don't like this, I don't like that. Like, well, have you tried it? Like, no, it just doesn't look like it'd be any good. <laughs> like, that's why you need the open mind. Yeah, some know? picky eaters can be really annoying. Oh, one of the speaking of over the counter medicine, one thing I do recommend, which is big for me. Is like a Tums or Rolaids oh, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, you cannot if, get that here. It's you can, but it's very expensive. I've never even seen it. You can order from the states, and mm-hmm. it costs quite a bit. They have, uh, but uh, like something like Tums, like if you get any kind of heartburn or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I've been using uh, Gaviscon, but it's like it comes. It's not in a tablet form. It comes in like a plastic thing, and it's like a it's a liquid. It's like a suspension. You know. Are you gonna say something else? No. <clears throat> and, what uh, they call them? Uh, Gasnex? No, uh, things you shove up your ass. Suppository. Oh, yeah. Not, not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got suspended up there. You got some uh, heartburn? Yeah, this up but the Gaviscon <laughs> stuff, it's 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 not strong enough. So, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend taking Tums. But we'll say that's over the counter. Yeah. But definitely Tums. And if you're coming and you want to bring some and you're in the area, I'll definitely buy them off you. But uh, so we got four. What would you say? Be uh, what can we all agree upon on uh, number five? Well, yeah, I'd probably say the spices. If you like to cook, you know, it's good to find a See, lot of. I, I don't know about that. I'm obviously I'm not a cooker. Yeah. But did you really look in terms oh, of spices? Yeah, yeah. Like, like you can't get. I would say that you'd be able to find any spice here. You can't. I, get I can bit. literally find anything that you can think of. Or, I can find like spices. lemon pepper. Tea, I do like tea, like plain, plain ass gray tea. But they do have mm. tea. You they do, but Tesco. apparently Tesco doesn't have it anymore. No, I don't think they do. Mm. They sell like twinings and stuff like that, but it's like it's the one that comes in like the small tea bags. So you got to use like two for one cup. It feels like a ripoff. All right, so we got what do we have? We got driver's license. We've got tea. We've got condoms. We got cologne. Let's do cologne. Anyone want to fight for? I think they're all, yeah, they're they're all pretty good. They're all admirable. Why don't we just Submissions. take all of driver's those? license? I mean, I brought. I had you know, I've obviously had my Canadian driver's license, and you buy an international driver's driver's license, which I believe was legal when I got here. Yeah. You know I mean, I mean, I had a car my second year here and just drove everywhere with it. The driving, uh, the, the rules have changed a lot yeah see i don't know if you have to get a korean driver's license now or i think you can do one year with an international license but if you're planning on staying longer you'll have to get the korean license which isn't difficult depending on where you live uh some some states in the u.s have a thing where you can exchange your driver's license but i i wanted to keep my license so i just went ahead and got the korean license we have a different view on driving here so yeah but uh what do you think adam Driver's I'm, license. I'm a little bit curious. Condoms, cologne, tea. Can we just go back to driver's license for a minute? When you get the Korean driver's license, is the written test in Korean? No, it's in English. Oh, it is. Well, they so they were t- they told me that the video would be in Korean with English subtitles. Mm. But there was no subtitles. Uh, I I took the test and had no. It was in English. Okay. It was a uh, computerized test. Mm-hmm. Had no trouble with the test. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you have a driver's license and you pay the $18 or whatever for an international driver's license, 
You don't have to bother with any no, of this when you, you get can, here? It, I'm pretty sure the international license, maybe it's one or two years. All right, so I would say that's important. But yeah. it, it would save you a lot of headache than, you know, because I had to go three times. There was three separate tests, and each time was 20 bucks. So if you want the possibility way. to drive here, the freedom. Maybe. Yeah. That's yeah. important. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty big. All right, so we have our final top five th- things to bring to Korea. Number one is deodorant. Number two is over the counter meds like Tums or sleeping pills or cough syrup. Just some general things, obviously, that they would allow to bring into the country type thing. Don't get in trouble. Yeah. Number three, clothes, whether it's, you know, boxers or underwear or shoes. Shoes, coats. Anything that maybe you might be a little more on the plus side of, we'd recommend possibly bringing. I mean, I always bring about... When I go home, I'd say I bring about two years supply of boxers. Undies. With me. The whites. Undies. Even socks. I'm not a fan of the socks here. They're cute. I'm uh, usually a kind of a plain white, just uh, like a Fruit of Looms or whatever sock. But here they're quite uh, fashionable. Uh, number four, we are open mind. Just come here with an open mind. Leave all your logic at the airport. Pick it up when you leave. Things are different. Some things you might think are better wherever you come from, but it doesn't mean it is here. So uh, don't say everything sucks and you know this is wrong, that is wrong. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. So come here with an open mind. And the last one was an international driver's license, which all you have to do if you have a driver's license is pay a few more dollars. Like at your AAA or CA in Canada or whatever it is. And uh, that'll give you a year's worth of driving here without having to do any other types of tests or anything like that. So that's our top five for the week. Yeah, if we missed anything out there, go ahead and uh, just shoot us some some comments. Yeah. And maybe we'll add it. What do you think? We can add edit to our next one. Yeah. All right. So that's the show for this week. So, uh, Adam, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, I'm Adam at thechangwoner.com. Yeah, that's the email. Uh, Facebook, Adam Maxwell Kent, University of Toronto, and uh, Instagram. Which you finished. Yeah. And uh, Instagram, (laughs) Ever Stalwart. And Phil? Uh, Philip Wayne Stanley on uh, Facebook. Uh, What was the... uh, Your choice, Phil or Philip? We'll do Philip. Philip at Changwaner.com. Philip at Changwaner.com. For you. And once again, I'm Scott, and you can get a hold of me at anything social media at Changwaner, uh, the website Changwaner.com, podcast, or Scott at Changwaner.com for email. So that's this week's episode, and we hope you tune in for next week. Thank you for listening and your support. 10 for a good buddy. Over and out. Thanks for tuning in to the Changwana Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.